Welcome to Horsefly Chronicles Radio with Julia and Philip Siracusa. Sponsored by Carnation. Airing live on United Public Radio Network on 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. This show's opening has been produced, edited, narrated by Gwen Luckett at gluckett.com. Welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We are broadcasting live from the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. Thank you so much. We love them. You'll have to do a few things in order to participate in chat. Go to our YouTube page, UFO Paranormal Radio. You could go to all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal uh, Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, all of the Horsefly Chronicle Radio um, Facebook stations, SoundCloud, Podbeam, Twitch, um, and we're streaming live from Roku right now. So that is very exciting. Um, please welcome back to the show miss allison carmani she is an intuitive and spiritual medium she has dedicated her life to being a guiding force for countless people and helping to connect them to their inner self and heal heal trauma and reclaim, reclaim their worth Allison will be doing some free readings tonight for some people in our chat who um, are able to maybe come up to the studio. And I will send you guys a link if you're picked. I have a few people um, in mind. So, Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming back. Thank you. Welcome. Great to see you guys both. <laughs> um. Well, chat is full uh, again, so that's great. We are. I will loaded. say that um, really quick that Allison's really good, Jewel, because last time she was able to pick up my mom. Yeah. Um, you know, and and after the show, me and my older sister were talking about it. You know, because I like to debunk things. That's what I do. But I couldn't debunk anything. Like everything she said was something she wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, especially the kitchen and the things that she that came out with like so um, mesmerizing that I was I was honestly I was thrown back. Uh, me and my sister, we were like, you know, you can communicate with the other side because you could only how many guesses can there be? But then how many hits? Like those were hits. That those were not even. She wasn't even asking me questions. She was telling me. <laughs> Your mom says in the kitchen and and I thought that was fascinating. So you have a unique talent and with that talent, you know, help people, right? Because 
look, a lot of people are grieving, right? There's a lot of sadness in the world. And if you can help people know that there is another side of communication, yeah. then that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's more, yeah, what I'm trying to show in the readings is there's a non-physical world that has we've shut down with our five senses and we all can access it. It's just, we're not aware of it. And that's Absolutely. kind of like what I'm, my objective in showing the evidential mediumship is because we could say, oh yeah, there's, there's your angels are here. Your, the ETs are here, but the reality is that that can't be proven. Right. But if I say I have your sister, your brother, your mother, and they're wearing this, they're doing this, they're talking about this, that is specific information that can be confirmed. Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, a question I got after the show is people would ask me, well, where are they? Where is your mom? Where are all these people she's talking to? How do you explain that? Uh, what's your answer to that? Do you even know? Yeah. So how I see it is how I'm able to access the people and how anybody else can access the people is they're in another dimension, right? We're in 3D dimension. We're in the dimension of matter, physical matter, physical things right. that we touch, see, feel, experience, right? And another dimension, which is a higher dimension beyond the 3D, these dimensions exist. Science says they exist, right? Right. That is where the um the people that have passed over are exist or the angelic realm or the et realm they're all in a different dimension and they're all accessible when you can access the other dimensions mm -hmm. yes absolutely fascinating okay well do you want to start allison do you want to start with um the first reading i'm just i'm, I'm getting that right now Okay. Well, do we want to talk about, do we want to talk about how you can un unlock your uh, intuition? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to do those topics? Okay. Do you want to do the topics now in the beginning? Whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah, we can, whatever you want to do. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think it would be good. We can just talk I, yeah. just a few minutes. If yeah, um, then it, it'll actually explain to a lot of the, you know, what we deal with. Well, so what we could do also, we'll, we'll talk about a topic. We'll bring up somebody who wants a reading. Then we're going to talk about a topic. Then we're going to bring up someone who wants a reading. But this way people can digest the information accordingly as they're seeing people live getting readings from the other side. I like that. Yes. Okay. Phil's got a plan. Got a plan. <laughs> wow. Yay to Phil. <laughs> All right, so the first topic we were talking about is how do we develop our intuition, especially if we're new, like to our gifts? Like how would you explain, how would you teach that? Well, first, I feel like everybody is psychic, right? It's just that though, as we descend into the 3D realm, where we've come into our five senses, we lose touch with the other, the sixth sense, the senses that are beyond the five senses, right? And we have the ability to reconnect back to those senses, but it requires us to start to trust ourselves. Yes. And 
sometimes we get our intuition, we can get our intuition from like a body sense. So we can start listening through our body sense, like, Ooh, that felt like that felt heavy. That felt tight in my, in my stomach, or that feels, that feels easy or light, you know, or, um, but really one of the ways is that we have to take breaks from the external distractions to really start to shut down the external distractions and the linear mind to start to tap into our intuition. Because that is, every time we go to the external, we're disconnecting more from our our trusting ourselves. And in these times, discernment is needed like more than ever before, because we don't know who's telling the truth and what's the truth and all that. And so it's using that learning to use discernment and that's the intuition to start to trust ourselves. And it requires time, you know, and I feel like meditation or mindfulness practices are practices that really help us to start to tap in. It can be just little practices where, okay, let me, let me just see, let me build my confidence with myself and trust myself. Yeah, I, I would agree. And it, you're right. It, that takes, it takes a lot of time. It really does to trust yourself because, you know, even for me, you know, it's like you have all these gifts, but you don't know like how to trust yourself. And that is like the hardest part of all. Yeah. And I feel like I've thought about it too. And I'm like, okay, well, I had my mom, like, I don't know if other people have experience, but like my mom was so strong and powerful that overpowered my own trust for myself. So then I had to redevelop the trust with myself. And it was only through doing the readings that I start to trust myself. So it was like, but other people don't have to go to the extreme that I had to go to, but this is, you know, it's really just the more awareness you can develop of and being more mindful, being more awareness, that's starting to develop that that intuition with yourself. Absolutely. I feel like that's the key is starting to be more aware. Ooh, when this person was speaking, I felt, you know, this in my body or I felt Mm, I didn't feel good or I, or when I was around this person, I felt good. And, or, you know, and we're just starting to sort of start to trust that little bits. Yeah. And I think so many people with these gifts too are kind of like isolating themselves because it's so hard to be Mm -hmm. around a lot of people. I know it's like that for me. Um, It's, 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 it's hard. One of the things that, you know, is really part of the path. I feel like in developing your, your intuition is you've got to start to take time for yourself and start to just listen to that inner voice because it's a peanut gallery in there, but sometimes we're so used to listening to, you know, our, the teachers, the preachers, the people around us, like giving us, feeding us information. We've forgotten what our inner voice sounds like. So it's like developing, what is that little voice inside speaking and saying, and that takes practice. It's just like practice with anything. You want to be good at something. You've just got to practice. Yes. And it doesn't mean someone has to be doing readings for others. It's more like how it's once you have this intuition, you can guide and navigate your life less in the linear from the mind, right? Because we can be just talking heads, moving our heads, you know, from the mind, but sometimes that's not the, the, the path that 
like is the soul path calling to us and how will we know what the soul path is calling to us it's only through tapping into our intuition yes and getting more connected to ourselves absolutely absolutely do you feel like more people as they age they're they they're developing more into their gifts the older they get especially I think now so. I think so. Like, I feel like when you're like, when you hit 40, you're like, you're less need that validation outside, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. but also we've hit the age of Aquarius, which is the age where we're going into. It's all about, um, cooperative creativity, t intuition. This whole age of Aquarius is all, uh, is all about that. Yeah. So already i feel like that's the great awakening that's occurring um on the planet right now we're already like moving into that absolutely so i think so um, yeah. i agree with you no i'm sorry i don't want to cut you off but a person that loses someone right your information to to them would be they're lost maybe they're in the ground six feet under or mary maybe they're ashes they were cremated. Do you see it that, okay, wait, hold on. Cause you can still communicate with that person, even though you don't have my ability cause you're not, it's not opened up, but you can still communicate with that person. Cause a lot of people want to know that, like how would they communicate with someone when they don't understand? Right. So how I, see it from what so done hundreds of readings is that the soul stays alive and it goes passes on to many lifetimes right and it's the spirit we are not humans we are spirit right so it's you're not connecting with the dead body you know mm -hmm. that is we lose our bodies when when we pass over we this is just like a meat suit that we're wearing we drop this and we move back into spirit yeah. And whenever I connect in with people, their, their loved ones are connected there with them. They're with them. Um, but my suggestion for this is what I've seen is sometimes the loved ones aren't evolved. They still are the, they were the jerk in real life or still the jerk, you know? And so instead of you know it's great to connect in with our loved ones our ancestors and honor them and be able to communicate with them regularly but my suggestion with that is that with spirit like we more want to connect with the higher source energy of um god what we call god oneness source energy more of that tapping into that energy for um finding out the information that we need versus like say um, my mother or say somebody that's passed over, right? Because that's more, that's going to be more of a universal guidance rather than that information that's coming from the person that's passed over. They're still going to give the same, same information. Huh? So a person that's reincarnated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, who are you communicating with if they're reincarnated? And they're there communicating with you with things that you know. Um, I'm not sure. I I'm I just how I've seen the people that pass over is they're still in the same form, they're still showing up in the same form. Maybe they've like reincarnated, but they're showing me their original form. 
So that's yeah. how I, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. It's definitely confusing too, because I asked that question, um, cause I get asked that question all the time and, and it's a very difficult one in some aspect because if a person's reincarnated, how would you communicate with them? But then there is also the belief that we are on multiple dimensions yes at the same so, time and we're not even realizing it where you said we're a meat suit i i i use the balloon theory that blow up a balloon let the air out the balloon is the sack and the air is our soul that leaves on and then we cross dimensions and what you just said rings true because you said that we are communicating it's it's a i think it's above our consciousness of, of comprehending how it's done right because we only know so much you know yeah, exactly. You only know so much, um, but it's been proven, right? You've proven the theory that hey, I can communicate with the dead, right? Um, and it goes beyond our understanding. Sometimes, sometimes we're just on a, on that channel. Where it's like I'm in, and your mom or your sister or your brother or your friend is saying this. Now, yeah. you know how would you even know that, right? <laughs> you know. And one thing that, you know, a lot of clients don't understand, they only want to talk about what they want to talk about sometimes. I mean, yes. we have questions that we want, you know, that, you know, our clients will want to know. And, but it's not always how it works. Sometimes we can get those questions out and sometimes we can't. And that's something that, you know, I think everyone really needs to know. Yeah. I actually, you know, in the, when I was learning, when I was studying, I like, I, you know, I asked my teacher, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, the person asked me like this question and, and then they didn't give me the answer and I didn't know. And, and I felt like I was doing a bad job. And, and she said, well, you know, they like, they come in, they don't want to talk about if they don't want to talk about something like they don't want to talk about their death. They didn't like they're in denial about what happened or what occurred. They're not going to talk about it with you. And their personality is coming through as they work. So it's like, yeah you know, maybe they yeah. were in denial in their life. Like they're still not going to be talking about the things that they, that you're asking about or whatever. So that was a lesson sure. that I had to learn is like, whatever they, they are bringing up is for a specific reason. And yeah. I'm not, Absolutely. I'm not directing the conversation. Like they're directing the conversation. Absolutely. That's and this true. is what I try to tell so many of my clients. And sometimes they, you know, well, sometimes they get it. Sometimes they don't, it's not really my job to like make them understand but this is how it works and if anyone's listening this is how it works like sometimes they don't want to talk about what they don't want to talk about unfortunately now a skeptic would ask a, a, a skeptic would say well if you're communicating with someone that i know then what's their social security number <laughs> ask them what their social security number is and you know i laugh at that too because i'm like really you know it's a stupid question but okay you want you want that that type of validation my answer would be they don't have an interest in what you have an interest in yeah. it's, it's so what would your answer be to that i you know i've had enough readings to know that like literally they are they're deciding what they want to talk about what's important to them so they're not going to just you know they're not here to prove anything. They're going to give you the information that they want to talk about. And most of the time it's going back to memories and they're just yeah. going back to specific memories and, and like wanting to talk about that to kind of reminisce on the experiences that they had in lifetime. Like 
they're not going to talk about their social security number. Like that's insignificant. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, the skeptics come out and ask that question, but I would agree with you most definitely. Now let's get ready to rock and roll on Horsefly Chronicles Radio. Julie, who is our first person for reading? Let's get this party started, people. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Oh, woo! Okay, this is Christina. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Hi, Christina. Christina. Yes. One, of our, one of our very good friends. And um, okay. welcome to Horsefly Chronicles Radio, Christina. She's been here before. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Okay. So what I'm going to do, Christina, is I'm going to just tap uh, in with your energy and just connect in with you. And then... Um, We'll, we'll, um, if you have any loved ones you want to connect with, we'll connect with them. Okay. Okay. So Christina, as I connect and it feels like you're in a phase in your life where you're like, um, asking a lot of questions, like, what do I, you know, what do I want to do next with my life? Like, what is it, what is calling to me? Does that make sense? Yes. And it's like, you're in deep questioning. So it's like a, um, like it's, it feels like a long questioning. Like, it's not like I'm going to jump on something. It's more like, let's let this intuition sit and see what, what can be bubble up. Does that make sense? Yes. And it really feels like that it's like, I really want to make this next chapter, this next phase of my life, like be really purposeful. I want to be really intentional about what, how I want my life to be about now. Does that make sense? Yes. And, it, and like that I'm done serving others and, and seeing what other people want me to do and say and be and blah, blah. And now it's time for me to really, this is my time, to, my phase, my chapter to like, to launch me and yes. be the most authentic version of me. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, I do have already, um, many people that have passed over um already present here who is it that you would like to connect with tonight my father okay As I connect in with him, he seems like he's someone that's very nervous, like a nervous person, <laughs> like um, someone that is um, so sometimes doing like in uh, movements that he doesn't have to do kind of to ease his nerves. Does that make sense to you? A little bit, yes. Um, and... Um, And he's also feels that it's like, he's more um, trepidatious about like the words that he's using, meaning he doesn't just speak just to speak. It's like, everything is, is more um, conscious. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like, um, 
Like he's not someone that's like, oh, he's going to carry on this like conversation, you know, like he's more like, I'll put in a word here. I'll do a word here. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, more of like an observer than a talker. Okay. Um, yeah, like a reserved, he has a, a part of his personality is like stands back. He's like more reserved you know, in his energy. Um, um, and at the same time, he has a level of presence that is super strong. Like, you know, um, that, you know, he's, he's entered a room. He has this commanding of energy, but he doesn't have to be loud about commanding energy. It's more of like, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm powerful, but I don't need to tell you I'm powerful. Does that make sense? Very good. And when I said that, I felt like he had um, a position. He was in a position of power um, with with work, like with career wise. Um, someone that um, like spoke to um, was someone that was a leader to, to spoke to like large groups of people. Does that make sense? I believe so. Yes. Um. And when I said that, I also felt that he was at a career that he dedicated his whole life to, um, to that. It's like, um, like he achieved a certain level of success, um, that nobody, let other people had, uh, very few had achieved. Yes. Um, and when I, when, when I saw that, he like kind of pumped his chest up, like he was proud. <laughs> Yeah, because he has like this um a, a sense of humor um that is um you know um you wouldn't think like you wouldn't think from his personality you know he has a kind of a, a, a sense a sense of humor underneath yeah <laughs> <laughs> underneath a serious shell it's like there's this little sense of humor that can come out and people are like shocked by that um Is your mother still alive? Yes. Okay. So he's um he's immediately wanting to speak about your mother. Um and are you caretaking now for your mother? Yes. Okay. And he wants to tell you that you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. That sometimes you doubt yourself and like and he's letting you know that he knows it's a lot. Um and all the sacrifices that you're making right now. Okay. Um, and have you had to make a sacrifice in your career to be doing, to be care, care caretaking right now? No. Okay. Um, it feels like there's some sort of, some sort of sacrifice, um, job wise that he's referring to with that. Maybe it's your time. Like that, that, like, that's what you're doing with your extra time. Yes. Um, and he's saying it's a very noble act. Does that sound like something you'd say? Yeah, it's because of the situation. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I don't use that word. So when I, when I get the exact word, so, um, and he's just showing me, it's like, um, like we care for family. Like this is what we do. We step in and we care for family. Do you have a sister? No, I have a sister-in-law. Okay. So, and is there been some sort of like, um, <laughs> happening with the sister-in-law something um something um some disagreement no i don't believe so okay could he be referring to someone else that is another woman no okay let's come back to that um So he's showing me her in bed, in bed, and um, he's showing me that he's coming to visit her. Does she speak about him like he's present? Oh, yes, all the time. Okay. So he's letting you know that she's in another dimension. So like, so see how I can go in and out of dimensions, right? When someone is kind of like in and out of consciousness, they're able to access dimensions, um, other dimensions, and that's what's happening. So he's really present. So it sounds sometimes it might sound like she's crazy, but it's really he's present. He's letting okay. you know that um, he's been present with a lot of tough decisions um, that you've kind of had to make calls on. Um, and he's letting you know that he's um he's there waiting for her okay um when she's ready that he's there that you can trust that he's waiting okay um that she's not going to be alone he wants you to know that she's not alone in this process okay and that you're not alone in this process thank you yeah um and have you had some strange occurrences um in the room yes okay and he's referencing like a vase oh. too but okay. he's letting when he those strange occurrences have happened um with the lights and with some of the other things it's like um it, like, is there something with the music too? Not sure. He's just letting you know of his presence because sometimes okay. you feel that all alone in your experience. Gotcha. In your experience of what you're experiencing, right? Okay. And, um, and he wants you to know that he understands what you're okay. experiencing and um, that you know, it's a difficult situation. Is she in a lot of pain? Yes. So he referenced, he was showing me like her hip. Um, and it's like, sometimes there's a lot of physical, um, physical manipulation, like you have to do. And, um, that it, you know, that hurts your back and that affects yeah. your physical thing. And, yeah. um, 
And so he just wants to know that he's, he, he, he knows that that's also part of not feeling supported, you know, by him telling you he's present, he's there, he's, he's helping you. He's your assistant that you don't have to feel, you know, that you don't have to feel you're all alone. Does that make sense? Very. Um, And he's saying also, like, you can use this time to be connecting in with yourself, like using that time when you're present with her to be connecting in with yourself. Is there a lot of hours that you're there just present? Yeah. So he's saying, like, that's time that you can connect in with yourself. Okay. You know, it's in the silence that you can connect in with yourself. Because is there a lot of silent time? Yes. And this seems um, different from an other parts of your life because you're someone that's like, you know, there's always something going on, right? Yes. And now you've kind of had to move into a phase of like less going on. Yes. And so that's a phase that he's showing you you're entering into his phase of like more with like that silent time is can be more connection with yourself. Okay. Like, it's just like a different phase. Does that make sense? Yes. One of the things he just showed me was um, like these cookies on a baking rack. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm going to grab my favorite cookies to eat. Um, did you guys leave like cook? Did they leave cookies on the baking rack and you guys would eat them off the baking rack? I don't remember. Okay. Um, it's more like dad is talking about this. Did he like to eat cookies? Maybe he's also referring to like her cooking. Could be. You know, um, like that, that feels like home. That feels like, um, yeah, it's like the, um, Oh, did he like to eat like before she was done cooking? Yes. Okay. That's what he's referring to. So you know how like if you like you put the cookies aren't like on a plate yet, they're are still on there. Like, and he was just showing me like before she's like still cooking and he's trying to eat her food. Over here. Feels guilty. <laughs> Um, and he wants to like, talk about like you nourishing yourself. Okay. You know, um, that nourishing yourself through like what you're eating, has your diet like shifted to not home cooking? No. Okay. Um, would would you know what he was referring to? It's like he wants you to nourish yourself. I would think so. Okay. Like uh, so would that be something he would talk about or 
Um, it's been a long time since he's passed. Okay. Um, because one of the things he's wanting you to do is like nourish yourself through food. It's like, you know, to make sure you're, you're, um, like, like filling yourself with food, like meaning like, it's like that it's not just eating. It's like nourishing, okay. like, like replenishing your body. Yes. Okay. And what he, that, and that feels connected with dehydration. Yes. Okay. Have you been dehydrated? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why he was saying like nourishing your body. So it's like replenishing your body. Um, and one of the things that he's referring to is like salts, like, like, um, to refer to replenish your body through with salt. Okay. Um, the Celtic sea salt, you can like, just put on, put like a little bit in the morning that can help nourish your body. Um, okay. that's something that we lose throughout the day. Um, and have you been dealing with some sort of health concerns through your tor like torso? Yes. Yeah. Um, And also, have you been having like some sort of pain, like through kind of like in like down below too in the pelvis area? The hips. Yeah. Specifically, like the right side. Yes. Which is right and the left. Yeah. So left, my right, your left. But that's yeah. interesting because it feels connected with that's the same as your mom's, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Do you see how that's the lineage? Um, the lineage. And it feels like it's almost an empathic thing, even though, you know, even though she's dealing with like specifically with whatever health concern with her hip, it's like, now you're dealing with something, even though it's not the same, it's distorted. That's how it looks, right? Because you've kind of like, are like, like, I don't want you to be in this pain. Like, let me take it on for you. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And um, so understanding that like, this is her soul path. Like this is what her soul is choosing to experience in this way of whatever is for her evolution. So as an empath, you don't need to take on that energy. You know, this is what is for her path, right? So releasing that energy and realizing that you can be in <laughs> compassion and caring for someone and not have to take on okay. what you're experiencing, right? So yep. Clearing your energy, um, of what she might, because I'm seeing now, now I'm seeing it, it's like you're taking on her pain body. Okay, yes. In hopes to kind of assist her with the pain. Okay, I understand. And you don't have, you don't have to do that. You can, you can hold the space and be compassionate and loving. Um, and the more clearer your vessel is, the more that you can really like, 
be assistance. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. When your body has gotten, you know, a density has gotten held down from the pain, it's not helping her to help her. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But in our minds, we think so as empaths, you know what I mean? It's unconscious. Um, Dad is showing me his shoes. Um, was there something important about his shoes? They feel they seem shined. Um, well, they find his shoes. I used to sign his shoes for him. Okay, that's why he's that's why he's showing me his shoes. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. Yes, and do you still have a pair of his shoes? I don't think so. Okay. He's referencing like this brown pair of shoes. He's just, um, do you remember those? Yes. Okay. And they've got like little dots, you know, on the side. They're like, um, you know, they're very nice. You know, they've got those, it's like an old style shoe. Um, and um, oh, and he's saying those are was, was his favorite shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was that was amazing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Thank did you that, very much. Did that resonate? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. All right, children. Okay. We have another guest. Yes, we have one more person that's waiting. Right. Oh, so Christina, thank you Bye. so much. And thank you. Thank you, Alison. So <laughs> I'm gonna drop you. I'm gonna drop you down. Okay. See if I could do this. Good. Okay, so we have 15 minutes, right? Yep. Um, well, we no. Well, yes. Robert yeah. White. Hi, Good Robert. Night. How are you? Can Hi, you hear Robert. Hello, Allison. Hello, Julia. Hello, Philip. Okay, Robert. Hello. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna connect in with you, Robert, and then we'll um we'll bring in your loved ones, okay? Okay. long-distance connection to Australia. <laughs> so, Robert, as soon as I connect in with you, I see you are a seeker of higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And, like, a major seeker that does research. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> um, and it's like, I see you like to study it. It's like, oh, but I want to know the science. I want to know the deeper understanding. <laughs> does that mm -hmm. make sense? That's pretty much right, yep, yep. Um, and I see it like, as you understand it in levels, like levels of consciousness. Um, and you're kind of like someone that's like an, like an organ, like you like information organized. So you take information in and then you reorganize it. Mm -hmm. Yep. That sounds pretty much right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's connect in with your loved ones. Um, who would you like to connect in with? Mom, mother. Your mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So as I connect with your mom, she's standing there and she's in an apron, like one that you, you tie around your back and she's kind of a little bit shy. Does that make sense? Well, the shy part does, but the apron doesn't. She okay. wasn't really much into cooking. <laughs> okay. So let's see, let's see what, um, okay. You know what? what? It was something that ties around her back that yeah. looked like an apron, but it might not be an apron. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just leave that open because it could okay. have been something that was part of something what she wore for work. I, I'm not sure. Um, but she wanted me to see, but she wanted me to see that. That was one of the first things she wanted me to see. So, um, And one of the things about her is she wants me to ask her questions. She's not forthright with the information. Does that make sense? Uh, <laughs> it's like I've kind of got to pull her out of her shell. Yeah, um, that's her. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, she's so, like, beautiful in her energy. Like, she's such a, like, um, when I see her, her aura is, like, white. And she's so, like, kind and generous. It's like, um, she wants to like give, give to others. It's like her life feels like it was devoted to giving to others and yep. not a spotlight on herself, but how could she spotlight others and lift them up? Mm -hmm. And she's saying she was a mother bird. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Do you have um, like many brothers and sisters, two brothers and sisters, um, maybe another, bro another, do you have um, like a big family? Not overly, I've got two sisters. Okay. And there's a lot of cousins. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's going and she's like handing each one of them something. <laughs> It's like, no, I can't miss this one and this one and this one and this one and this one. And she's so worried about each one not getting individual attention for them to grow and expand. Yeah, yeah. And this one, this one needs attention with this one and this one's going through this one and this one's going through that and this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. One of the things that she wants to, um, like really wants to congratulate you on your work. Have you recently received like some sort of award or acknowledgement um, for um, something to do with your work? Not recently, no, no. Uh, I do a fair bit with stones, uh, cutting and polishing stones, making them into jewelry. So, but I haven't received any awards for that recently. So, okay. Last one I got for that was in nineties, I think. Okay, and you know what? Time is not anything to them. But mm. basically, what she's tr trying to say to me is that, um, like, she's she's um, so proud of you and what you've accomplished. It's like, um, like uh, just the you the, what you've been able to accomplish in a short amount of time. It's like. Um, you know how to like time management. Oh, and she's she's saying that because it's like, that's what she used to do. 
It's like she knew how to time management and now you followed in her footsteps. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's like being able to organize time to be more efficient um, with the way that um, you use your time. Um, she's, um, it has a little bit of concern about is, is the location, something about the location of where you're living mm. is, um, is there, um, is there some sort of conflict happening with the, your location? Like your, your, yeah. Where I had been was mother, mum's house. Okay. Um, the sisters have basically kicked me out from there. So now okay. I've had to move to a different location and that's where I am now. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's not very happy about this situation. Um, and, um, and she, she's like, I would give them a beating if they were here. Uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> She's wishing that this can be reconciled. Well, with the sister that's that's far away, she's just said on the phone the other day that she never wants to speak to me again and never wants to hear from me. So I don't think that's going to be reconciled any time soon. Yeah. So um, one of the things she wants you to let you know that she's been doing some work on the other side to reconcile this because mm -hmm. it's been unfairly um, it unfairly uh, distributed for, for you and unfair yeah. for you. And um, this is a big concern for her. This is something that like, like is like, you yeah. know, um, meant to be equally shared that uh, the other two look like they're going to get a lot more than I am. Yeah. So she's um, yeah. like, she's saying that she's working on the other side to make sure mm -hmm. that this gets resolved. This gets reconciled um, in a fair way. And yeah. if you can just trust and have faith that she's working um, in your favor for this, mm -hmm. um, she's actually been trying to get your attention um trying to communicate with you um so i'm glad oh that, so i'm glad that we got connected tonight <laughs> because another thing is is that people think that like they're coming to me but spirit is the one that connects us Spirit's going to you and you're connecting to the other person mm, that's I right know. And spirit decides who they want to read for them. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of psychic memes. It's like yeah. they want who is going to more oh, authentically. Mm. Yeah. Um, like yeah. use my message and like mm -hmm. a similar like understands to be able to communicate the message. Does that make sense? It does. Because if, if, if Julia hadn't sent me the link to the, uh, the psychic thing yesterday, I wouldn't have been able to get onto here today. <laughs> So, <laughs> so mama was helping you most likely yeah and something just told me 
oh my god i see you i saw you in chat and i was like i just have to send you the link and here yep. we are yep awesome thank you for coming on robert uh not a problem philip allison before we go on mm -hmm. do you have something wrong with your left hand about about there um Anything i'm not aware happens? of it no because i've been called the human mri so I've been, well, you've been scanning me, I've been scanning you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the psychic's got the psychic. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, oh, I'm not aware of it, but. Not aware of anything? Like, oh, but anything? I did break my wrist. Up. Yeah, up about there, yeah. But I did break my wrist, okay. so it could have not healed Might be correctly. Right, yeah. And okay. then affected me later on. Yeah, with the with the, the rotations and stuff, and any flexibility. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. Motor controls. Yeah. Mm. Wow, well, we got to we got to get a Robert to be doing these now. <laughs> thank you, Robert. Thank thank you so much. Um, thank you for coming up, and Allison, thank you so much again for another no another meeting. Did did it resonate with you, Robert? It did, yeah. It did. Yes, thank you. Great. Great. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to drop you down. Thank you so okay. much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs>when you're doing these readings do you feel a presence around you from the other side or is it all through like a form of telepathy through another dimension of time no i can you know i can if we had you know more unlimited time i could go through and actually say okay i've got this person here this person here this person this and i can name every single person but for the sake of time, I just ask, because I could go through and say, oh, your your grandma's here. And then like, well, I want to talk to my mom. Like, so yeah. for sake of time, I just go, who is it you want to speak to? And we go direct. But, you know, um, you I could yeah. go through the line and say, these are all the people that are present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that happens a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I have the whole room. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, like you have so many people that have passed over. That happens to us, right, Phil? It's just, yep. Do we have any questions in the chat room? I'm sure we have a few questions. Um. Yeah, but it's hard for me to see them because I'm legally blind. Can you okay, see anything? Let me see. Any yeah. else? You pick a question. Um. I don't, I don't see questions, but I mean, okay. it's mostly just people um, chatting thank in you. here, but. Yeah. Um, You're right. It's so many people just saying, thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, what would be a fascinating idea, a person like yourself with your abilities, if there's a way to help disabled people who maybe have a hard time understanding certain things 
and they lose someone that they loved. And then a psychic or someone with your ability comes along and, and maybe shows them the validation through something to let bring some kind of ease to a person who, quite frankly, may not be on a level of, you know, well-being, for example, uh, but help other people too, right, with disabilities. Because I've never seen that. I haven't seen that yet out there and i think that that would help people everyone deserves a chance to be helped and communicate and, and know that there's a loved one watching over them yeah i mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that um like even the people with the disabilities like sometimes those people are of high consciousness like they're just in another dimension like connecting like with maybe like autism or other stuff mm -hmm. like those people are just in in honestly the difference between a spiritual awakening and psychotic like breakdown are just like like a little like a flip of a coin really and yeah. someone is that looks like there's like psychotic or actually it's just maybe going through different accessing diff different dimensions but they're not aware because remember we the quantum field there's over 10,000 versions of us that exist so i could be connecting to another version of me and not even know it right mm -hmm. and and i get lost in that mm -hmm. have you guys seen the movie every, um everywhere like um it's that recently it came out um like everywhere and everything and um it's this movie is is like the 10th dimension or like fifth dimension and ladies have having experiences where she's flipping to different versions of herself all oh, wow. everywhere all at once that's what the movie's called everywhere all at once is that the movie theater or is that on on, on no, a streaming network it's out now it's out now but it's really just shows what is reality yeah. everywhere all at once yeah i think so it's yeah but that's really like find it like a like a 7D movie, everything all at once. And that's what is actually happening. So it can get confusing. Super confusing if you're if you're not like aware, like you're not haven't had, like you don't feel like you've had a spiritual awakening. Like you could be going to these other dimensions and not even know it. Yeah. Right. And look like you're crazy. Absolutely. But there's so many versions of us that, you know, are existing all at once. Huh. Say that again. Wait, say that again. So there's over 10,000 versions of us, which means there's unlimited versions of us that exist. So maybe there's a version of me that's still in a relationship with an ex that I ended. There's a version of me working a job. There's a version of me like not on this show right now, all existing all at once. Right. But when we can't see it because the veil's here, when the veil lifts, that's when like it could get scary for someone because they wouldn't know what was happening. Huh. And so then, yeah. yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And there's another guy, Bashwar. There's this guy who's on TikTok and he he says something similar to what you're saying. So then if there's 10,000, oh my God, 10,000 versions of me, the world will be in trouble. But anyway, anyway, no, 
what if, when you die what happens to the other versions of you um i think that that there's that there's actually so many versions that are like living right now and could be dead and like all that all happening right now like and sometimes like i'll say i'll say like i clear my energy in this dimension in all dimensions because there could be another dimension that's messing with this dimension that's happening right now wow <laughs> that's how i see it oh and yeah the movie is everything everywhere all at once amber said the movie's everything everywhere all at once and that's exactly what that reality is science states that that's exactly what reality is is all those things happening all those versions of us that all exist all at once but we can only experience this one version in this 3d reality oh. uh, okay i'm gonna look that up i would love to see that yeah. um unfortunately it is 902 and we are coming to the i know it goes by so much. we have to do this again because this was fun yeah it was different now you have been thinking you know, it's too bad it's 902 because I have a lot more questions, but now she has me thinking that, um, cause I feel rich, but I'm not rich, man. I'm not even nowhere near rich, but maybe the other version of me is rich and I'm kind of jealous because I want to be that version and I don't think it's fair. So how do I communicate with my other versions? This is going to be a part three for this one, all right? So that is for the next show. So. I want to have a meeting with my other versions. I want to have a meeting with my other versions and get down to the bottom of it. Yeah, me I too. Be I want to <laughs> To be continued. That's the next show. How to connect with your rich version of yourself. Allison, thank you so much for this. This has been fun and it's been different. And we love you here at Horsefly Chronicles Radio so much. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Guys, All right, Julie, before we get fired, wrap it up. Special <laughs> thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show from day one. We love them very much. Please join us next Monday night on United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM and 107 FM from New Orleans. And don't forget, right now we're live on Roku. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Allison. And we will be back. Good night. Good night. <laughs>